One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello, welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast, joined by Ross on Wrestling. I feel like I'm playing away. It's different. The surroundings are different. We should explain. I come in this room every week to do this podcast, and for some reason, even though this microphone has one job and one job only, it's always in a different position. And today... It was in a position that we've never seen before. It was unprecedented. And it turns out the thing's broken. That's right. So that's why this is like this today. If you can see it, if you can't see it, it's not going to make a difference, hopefully. But, you know, if you can see it, that's why that's like that. Because this microphone that people are just supposed to talk into, what happens in here? Voiceovers, yep. this podcast, Triple yep. Jim podcast, pictures, videos. Nothing where somebody doesn't talk into it. Always moves. So it's broken. That's right. So we are trying a different Strange. camera shot this week, and that's why to, uh, not Tom. How dare you! I'm so used to Tom with Tom. <laughs> uh, Ross is slightly obscured, like Mike Wazowski on Monster Zinc, but he is here, honest. <laughs> He's also joined by Jack of the Jobber. Hello. It's I like the sun, right? I like the sunshine, but today's been a, it's getting a bit much now, isn't it? Yes. If you are not in this part of the world, uh, <sighs> yeah, get used to, get used to hearing people like us complaining about the heat. It's Hotter than a Kota Ibushi sex tape right now. <laughs> we are all suffering. None of us wearing our best clothes. Is that a thing? No. Anyway. Is, <laughs> is that a real thing? No. Oh, right. I was going to say, man can hope, but is that too obvious? I think it is. What, so, type, what, let's talk, what genre of porn would Kota Ibushi be in? Any he likes. Bit of bondage. Bit of bondage. Bit of bondage for the dads. <laughs> Whip, whips and chains excite me. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually the voice he uses. Is that Yorkshire Rihanna? <laughs> In the news this week, Charlotte versus Trish Stratus is happening at SummerSlam, and this has apparently been confirmed by Mr. Ryan Satan himself. Um, <laughs> and he's using Wrestling Observer newsletter slash live as a source. So we'll no, he's not. That's he's not. not. What I, that's not what I said to you. I said Ryan Satan first reported it, and right. then Meltzer and John Pollock saw that story, and then had it confirmed to them separately. because he doesn't usually break stories. Satan? Yeah. He does a few, to be fair to him. Oh, does he? (laughs) (laughs) What a great man he is. Uh, And also, post-wrestling had it confirmed to them in this paper chain of, basically, who's going to be blamed when it gets changed because it leaked. But, yeah, Charlotte vs. Trish Stratus. Go on, Canada. Go on, the Canada. That's what they're doing, isn't it? Because... Out, out, out of nowhere, Natalia's in the championship match, and now Trish is coming back. Yeah. Team Canada, Petey Williams has been booked. That man who got... What, is, what was he called? The muscular one 
from Team Canada. A1. A1. Did you see his little video on Impact Wrestling Channel the other day? No. I was watching it for some reason. He's just like, oh, hello, I'm still alive. I'm still well. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> also, He's... Rain Saturn, can you confirm? A1 is not dead. <laughs> He's Please sh- don't die between now and oh, next Oh, no, week. he's still shredded, yeah, but he's still looking good. Good nice. for him. Oh. Uh, unnamed weekly AEW show starts on October the 2nd. Well, it'll be Wednesday Night Dynamite, won't it? Yeah, they're just waiting for the, the old trademark application to clear, which is what sensible companies do. Yes. Not cultaholic. <laughs> Double jump, etc. <laughs> oh, I see. Right, right. Anyway, it'll be two hours. 8 to 10 p.m. Central Time, which means that the rest of the world will be watching it in the morning the next day. It's apparently a very good slot, though. Well, 8 to 10 p.m. That's a, that is a good slot. Cool. Well, I'm, I'm just not, trying to... I'm not a TV to... guy, but... All right, okay. That's all right. Well, I, I'm not a TV guy either, but... It's... You know, I'll just, just to be pedantic, I would have preferred 9 to 11, actually. All right. Because nine, nine's the watershed, isn't it? So you could have had more edgy and saucier oh, content. But the second hour <laughs> might be, they might do a war zone type thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Midway through a match, fireworks are gone. <laughs> hey, we can say F words now. Cody comes out, he's like, it's time for death ball. And just stuff rains down. <laughs> Seth Rollins on AEW. Oh, he had a good time this week, didn't he, this lad? Oh, right. Oh, I'm getting, okay, go on. I'll, I'll have the big quote that's been going around and then we can all pile on him. Uh, we're going to knock them dead like we do everybody else, referring to AEW. They're taking food off my table. <laughs> no, a rising tide. A rising tide helps all boats. Yes, it does. He's wrong, I think. As every day goes on, I dislike that man more it's, and more. Uh, it's bad, it's so it? bad. It's like you have the world at his feet at WrestleMania. The storyline was making sense. It was compelling. He had the the universe behind him. And now every time he speaks, he's just like, be quiet, you're a 32-year-old man. <laughs> Not a 16-year-old guy wearing yeah. flame shirts and whatnot. That's how he's going on, isn't it? And in fairness, you don't need to listen to his thoughts on AEW to have that opinion. Just watch him on Raw. <laughs> Do you think he's backstage like, trying to fire up the locker room who are all too busy playing computer games and stuff? He's like, come on, guys! And they're all just like, shut up. Take your bank, stand up! <laughs> he uh, plays, doesn't he? Oh, yeah, he does. He's in that tournament, wasn't he? He the won one, one of the Madden ones. He goes, ma- he goes wild, isn't he? Like a child, like a petulant child. That's basically all he is, isn't he? Just a child. Seth Rollins is a child. Look at me, sat here calling Seth Rollins a child. I love how fired up you are with your mic not being. <laughs> you know what? I hate Seth Rollins. I think he gets a lot of stick considering, well, what's he supposed to do? What do you think about AW? Oh, God, mm. we're doomed. Uh, oh, no, but I sell me car. I can't imagine John Cena giving the sort of answers that Seth Rollins being given. This is the thing, it's like the, this company spokesman role isn't for him. He's too hot-headed and too knee-jerk with his reactions, I think. Well, he likes jerking the knee, that's what he brooks in his nose. <laughs> uh, anyway. <laughs> a WD writer is fired, possibly that line I just said. Two, I think. Uh, Steve Two. Oppenheim, that's a nice surname, had been with WWE since 2011 and worked as the in-office lead writer for WWE Raw. Steve Guerreri, meanwhile, had been with Dewey since 2012, and his reported job title was co-lead writer for SmackDown Live. That's the two have been fired. Right. I mean, do they do this deliberately that we don't know who writes what, so we don't get attached when they get rid of them? Because Maybe. I don't know who these guys are. No, I've never heard I of them. I don't know either. It's had nothing to do with Heyman and Bischoff coming in, apparently. Really? Yeah, don't know who made the call. Maybe Vince. Who knows? Do you want to just throw a name out there? Who, who did it, Matthew? No way, Jose. Yeah. Is he dating Alexa Bliss? Have you seen this online anywhere? I need this confirmed to me because my favourite wrestling YouTube channel has done upwards of 25 lists about couples recently. Wrestling couples. He's done every single title imaginable. What's the name of the YouTube channel again, Rob? It's uh, Wrestling News Now. Oh, so. Wrestling News Now. And he just makes up random bollocks. And Number one of the 15, <laughs> Cesaro and Ono. <laughs> so go on. 
One of the most random things he keeps peddling is that Alexa Bliss is dating No Way Jose. And I'm not that invested in wrestling couples behind the scenes, really. But I've not seen it anywhere else. I just want to know if it's true. Some say that Alexa Bliss and No Way Jose. It's because he touched her back once at a yeah, baseball game or something. That, that's, that's, the, that's the sign. He right. did a list where he, that's, that was an entry. He was like talking about, I don't know what the list was called. I don't know, most shocking couples or something. And that was the basis of their relationship was like he zoomed oh, yeah. in on the picture of the hand on the back. <laughs> they say journalism's dead. Huh? <laughs> uh, any other news this week? Seems pretty quiet on the Western Front. I've got some news. Oh, go on, Ross. Watching a bit of YouTube this morning, a bit of yeah. Gary YouTube, Lanny Poffo talking about <laughs> restless uh, willies and who has the biggest ones. And I learned that Andre the Giant's penis look, would look good on anybody else but him. That is the line that Lanny gave about Andre the Giant's penis. There's some news for you. Is that one of the kayfabe commentaries bits? Yeah. Is that what they made him do? Yeah. Poor Lanny. For those of you who don't know what Lanny Poffo's <laughs> party trick is, actually, you know what, yeah. now we get demonetised, but... Um, no, I wouldn't talk about it. He used to suck himself off. <laughs> hey! All in the wall. Oh, no. <laughs> don't know where that came from. <laughs> Fired up, Ross is my favourite new character in Gullally. I had a, had a coffee before coming in. Right, right. I could, wow. Is that all? Yeah. And, and a uh, line of coke. And, Ru- <laughs> and so Rucker Howard passed away. <laughs> That's nothing to do with wrestling. I just want to say that his surname sounds like Stu Hart trying to say a woman of the night. So R.I.P. Rucker. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? Some five-star matches have been dished out by Dave. And I know it's just one Ooh. man's opinion, but I quite like the fact that John Moxley's now got a five-star match under his belt. He'd never had one before. Now his match with Ishii in the G1 got a five-star rating. You see that match? No. Ishii did a, a splash from the top rope to the outside through a table. I've never seen Ishii do that before. He just needed to bloody take the fight to John Moxley. Uh, also, he gave Osprey Okada five and three-quarter stars, and it was really good, but I don't think it was that good. But, you What's, know, it's what rating have you given it? Like four and three-quarter? Oh, there you go. Controversial. Oh, and what would surely Moxie would have had a five star match in WWE? No, wait, no, wait, no, no. no. The, the, I looked on the, on the cage match ratings. No, I mean, like my no, no. Matthew's wall of stars. Oh, I see. <laughs> you know what? The, the Hell in a Cell match was approaching five stars, and then Bray Wyatt did what Bray Wyatt does and completely <sighs> ruined it. He, some of the some of the six mans with the Shield, I suppose. Oh, well, talk, yeah, Wyatt Family versus the Shield. That, that, that'd be five stars. In, on Matthew's wall of stars. Minute, I'll check my stars. <laughs> yeah, where, stars. Where is this wall of stars? It's it's at home. Okay, Don't mean to bring it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, full great. wall. Not a full wall. I mean, not every match can be five stars. <laughs> I mean, if Matt Gorsum's in it, then absolutely. And that uh, is. Mm. I watched that. Oh, match. breaking news! I watched that match the other day for the first time in a while. Tanaka and Awesome, the one from One Night Stand 2005, and it's just—it's still got the line in the commentary though, hasn't it? Yeah, it from does. Joey Styles, yeah. they cut it out on the no. DVD. They got rid of it. It's on the it's network. On the network. Yeah. Yeah. Get rid of it, man. But for um, God's sake. <clears throat> it's just how. <laughs> They do kick, Salty styles. I know it's because it's awesome and Tanaka, but they do kick out of a lot of stuff. And yeah. and every time it cuts to JBL up on the balcony going, kick out, kick out. And then they do, and they're all like, oh, just getting legitimately drunk and taking the piss. So if, if they do another legend show. They do need to get some and some old drunk guy, even drunker. And so what do you think? Kiss my ass. This show sucks. It was shortly before he beat up the Blue Meanie. Oh, yeah. And I met the Blue Meanie in Vegas, and he was genuinely a lovely guy, so I just can't understand why you'd want to beat him up. Sad. Never mind. Because he know. sat at the front of a plane once. Right, okay. Wrestling's weird. Or something. <laughs> Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. 
Now it's time for everyone's contract-mandated favourite segment of the show, the Hall of Fame. Ending ascending order from last week. I am very pleased. I'm not. In third place, Mint Sauce, with an amazing 13%, which Ooh. pretty much sums up my Amazing. I put that tweet out after the podcast went live last week, and some of the replies, woof. To Mint Sauce? Yeah. I didn't see it, what were they saying? Four. It was half and half, just about the reaction I got. Oh. Not like that for some reason. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh. But I mean, I have to admit, I did go and get some mint sauce and then basically mixed it up like it was, you know, to our ketchup with my pasta. Just stir, stir, stir. So it was everywhere. Was it I mean, it going. Yeah, it turns out it doesn't work for <laughs> So yeah, I, I think that's a deserving place. Second place, Taurus Aldi's version of Strongbow Dark Fruits, 42%. That's a gal, I'll take that. That's a good result. <laughs> I was shocked that that many people knew. I wouldn't have thought too many people I don't know. that watch our I think podcast. that's a vote for all of the Aldi slash Little knockoffs because I probably would have voted for that and because their rum and whiskey, oof. Delightful. Oof. And Roger Federer, 46%. So another thing he's won. Well deserved for Roger Fed, yeah. He's a true great yeah. of wrestling. <laughs> so yeah. stick him in. When you think wrestling podcast, you think Roger Federer. <laughs> well done, Jack. He didn't even win Wimbledon this year, but he did win a place in the Hall of Fame. And I'm pretty pleased with that. That was a big that was a big battle between Taurus and Roger Federer. Oh yeah, it was heating up. Mm. Really delighted with that. Not delighted. We, we had a Photoshop John like Tom Campbell, that'd be great. Can you do Photoshop like the more come up pose of dark <laughs> knock off dark fruits and Roger Federer? Don't call it knock off dark fruits, it's Taurus. Sorry. Uh, the the uh, cheaper equivalent to, <laughs> How do you say that then? Is it, if you don't say knock off. Own brand. Own brand, that's it. Aldi Darker value. fruits. <laughs> so, Fedhead, what do you want? Fedhead. Let's make it up. Um, I hadn't come prepared to be honest. Um, I'm glad that you say that on the podcast, Jack. That's no, great. I normally I have done the past few times, but this time I haven't. So I'm gonna go for. Oh, let's have a little thing. I've got one. If you want to think. Yes, of please. Yes. Because I, I like the idea of using this as a test audience to see what the people are like. It turns out you've got no connection with them whatsoever. As I did a tweet this week, which bombed. But I'm not going to bring up Burnout because I know I'm right about that. But Burnout Paradise is a rough, rough, average game. I saw that tweet. Yeah, I'm not going to bring it up. It's not for debate. What is up for debate <laughs> is I've noticed more and more the shock and hatred of, how do you want to say it, sparkling or fizzy water. Oh, it's oh, awful. It's a disgusting thing. Oh, is that it? Right. I am putting, I think this is just a few people who allowed, now I've got to put a follower saying this, this, this untruths. So I am going to nominate fizzy water. What you like? Just plain, plain. I like fizzy water, and wow. the Germans love fizzy water. It is standard over there. You ask for water, and they give you it. It's fizzy. Oh, what do they say when you say, "Can I have a water, please"? <laughs> Not a lot. Oh, I drink Wasser. <laughs> hey? No, to be no. fair, it is Wasser, so they probably would understand oh, that. I know, I know Wasser. But if you're at a bar, it's like uh, that. That. <laughs> oh, Wasser. Have you got a soda stream at home? I did used to have one as a kid. My mum used to have one. I didn't like it. Did no. not like it. Because we ran out of the flavours, so it turns out you just put it in with no flavour, you just get fizzy water. Yeah. It's like water for the non northern, but I'm going to say water. Force of habit. I'm going to nominate. Are you finished? I could probably go on for another hour, but, but I'll how leave good it like it that. Is. Because That's there's some nice. shocking tweets about it with thousands and one thousand people going like, Spartan water is was like mediocrity it's in a, a bottle just, or it's something. Just, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's bad. Horrible bite in the I disagree. I like it. Why don't you just flavour it with some mint sauce? It'd be nice. <laughs> <laughs> so my vote is sparkling water. What have you got, Jack? I'm going to nominate still water. Um, I think it's a better <laughs> shout than sparkling water. 
Um, especially with the weather being like it has this past week, I think it, re- it refreshes you in a way that sparkling water just doesn't. I'm talking about it like sparkling water was first and then still water was invented later on. Yeah, they have to wait. Yeah, actually, that's how, spark- that's how still water's made. They have to get sparkling water and leave it out for a bit. Yeah, uh, still water for me, preferably yeah. cold. But, you know, it's it's just most of our bodies are comprised of it. I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's, yeah come on, try to sound more philosophical. Well, um, you know, we, are, we are 80% water. It's the essence of life and, yeah, great. Still, wa- still water for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, but what, what about the water temple? Oh, I hate that level, that yeah. war crime. Yeah, but that's more like salt water, I think, not, I assume. We're talking about the Zelda, the yeah. water temple. Ross, what's yours? Uh, I've got a wrestling one, mate. Oh, my Shut God. up. Aye, go on. Dexter Loomis. Mm. Oh, after, okay, yeah, yeah. After last week's podcast, the caught NXT and the breakout tournament that's happening, and I've I've got a new favourite wrestler, and it's Dexter Loomis. I love everything about him. I know he's I had past in TNA and whatnot, but who yeah. cares about that? He's got a brand new character, I think, maybe. He wasn't a psychotic lizard man was he back in TNA he wasn't a that's lizard man it, near enough <laughs> he was yeah he was just Dexter the character yeah that, that's a funny thing his, what was his name in Samuel Shaw Samuel Shaw I was calling him Shaw Samuel's then Shaw Samuel's Shaw Samuel's right seen that body nah mate nah mate but yeah they so I have to rename this guy who played the creepy serial killer who was a knockoff of a TV I've got it <laughs> Dexter Loomis <laughs> But everything about I love is theme. You don't yeah. have enough themes like that these days. Like I miss the days of like the Truth Commission theme, and Earthquakes theme, and themes like that. Not that not the character. Not mean. Isaac Yankum. That, that's too. That's okay. too. Far. Right to censor. Right to censor. Well, yeah, but it did a job, didn't yeah. it? It made you annoyed. Um, but yeah, that could. You know, when you I've said this last week in the office. You know, when you go to bed and you've got a bit of music on the background, and a certain song just comes on and makes you feel all like snuggly and ooh, I'm warm in bed. Dexter Loomis's theme is that is that sort of tune. Ooh, well, how does it go? I, I it's just, it's just like a- atmospheric. It's the Dexter theme. I can't do it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but every eye, his little slither into the ring like that. I like his eyes and his mustache. I like. Oh, I know the one you mean. In Dexter's laboratory. <laughs> and his sister. Ah, oh, forgotten. Dee Dee. Dee Dee. That's the one. Yeah. I used to be well on Dexter's side. I got annoyed at Dee Dee when I watched that. I can't remember it, me. I remember the opening you know? theme when they run through the house yeah, in yeah. the laboratory. In Dexter's Lord. Oh, that's like the outro, isn't it? Because it's, yeah. But then that's it. His, his sister runs in and calls oh, the DQ and she's going, Dee Dee, no! She just caused <laughs> absolute havoc. I hated Dee Dee yeah. as a character. Oh, I'm getting annoyed just I thinking know. about her. Yeah. Like, I just okay, make a mental note. Vote for Dee Dee next week. Just but then joke. sometimes she'd help him out because Mandark would try and cause trouble, but he fancied Dee Dee, so that would. Put a spanner in the world. What did Man Dexter- Dark look like again? <laughs> he like, was like, 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 like me. No, he didn't look like you. <laughs> he, was, <laughs> he was taller than Dexter. <laughs> he had a, a black haircut, black glasses. haircut, glasses. Ah, yes, I remember. It's <laughs> all coming back. <laughs> 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 that was it. Be like Van Drake laughing looks is the Cardinal Network logo. So, oh, remember Mucha Lucha? No. Do you not? Know the Mucha wrestling Lucha. cartoon on Cartoon Network. What? When Mucha was Lucha. Mucha Lucha. Probably like early two thousands. The no, main character it was the main character was called Rick, main character was called Ricochet. Yeah, no, genuinely. Checks familiar. Everyone, eye emoji. Everyone watching this may of a certain age may um, remember. I don't remember Mucha, what was it on. Mucha Lucha, Cartoon Mucha, Network. I think. Let's be very rude and look at my phone here about Mucha Lucha. No, no. I don't do you know know what there about. was there was Ricochet, Buena Girl, and the Flea. They were the three main characters. Buena Girl, but good girl. <laughs> yeah, good at wrestling. <laughs> uh, the Flea was just they all wore masks because they went to wrestling school. They were kids. Wrestling school, okay. Well, it was a school which was wrestling themed. The head teacher was like a, a famous luchador or something. Um, have you found it? Yeah. Mucha Lucha? When was it? Yeah, uh, 2002. 
Was on, was on Cartoon Network though, was it? Was it? Oh, I was on Disney XD in the UK. Oh, I never watched it on, I never had Disney XD. What the hell is Disney XD? I don't know. I'm sure it's Cartoon No, no, no. The, I'm, I'm the classic Cartoon Network lineup of Dexter's Lab, Courage of Cowardly Dog, Ed yeah, and Eddie, yeah. Girls. Edge, Angela. Anaconda. Angela Anaconda. My name is Angela. Hey, hello. Welcome to my very own show. I'll introduce my friends to you. Oh, no, it's Ninny Poo. Yeah. No, so they were Mike Orson theme. That wasn't <laughs> Angela is her name. Oh wasn't wasn't I don't know if I should say this, but wasn't Ninny Pooh's real name like Nanette Benoit? I've got no, I got no yeah. idea. I'm going to search that while he's carrying. On. She was oh, there. You look at your phone and stuff when you're on. She your... was the heel, though, wasn't she? She was the heel. Uh, well, great name. <laughs> so while Jack confirms these details with Ryan Satan, uh, the choices this week are the right choice, fizzy water. The wrong choice. Non-fizzy water. Still water. That's how we call it in the UK. Non- have a non-fizzy water, please. <laughs> and a wrestling choice, which Dexter is Dexter Lumis. Lumis. Him in general, just his theme. Just him in general. I'm captivated by his character. Shame he lost to Big Bear Bronson Reed, I think he's called now. Jonah Rock. Yes. That's right. Shame he lost. It's very hard to keep up all these name changes, yeah. but I'm not going to get Dexter <laughs> Loomis, the most unsubtle name you've ever heard. Oh, breaking news. It's okay. She's Nanette Manwa. <laughs> It's Chris's right. cousin. No, no, the Nevermore <laughs> is here and he's really angry. <laughs> so if you'd like to vote for any of those sterling choices, you can obviously go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and select with your wallet. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for mother's day than whole foods market they're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ladies and gentlemen, the Raw and SmackDown Recap. And that's a look at the week of wrestling. Uh, Monday Night Raw. Oh, Raw reunion. Right. Reunion. Now, I, I read... Reunion. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm just too much of a killjoy. I hated this show. And then people online were like, no, it was all right, Jack. But it wasn't. I thought there was plenty of fun in it, me. But if you took Cena and the Usos, there was four bits. Go um, on. Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, that was good. If you took out... Um, 
Oh, there was two more bits. <laughs> Everything with a 24-7 title. Okay. Was, yeah. One more bit, which I can't remember. The beer party? It was bloody awful. Beer yeah, party. Yeah, Austin's promo at the yep. end. If you took all them four out, it was pissing awful. But the, they were there, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> I get you. I mean, if this is the first one of these shows you've seen, you probably think people like me and Jack and Ross are being too miserable on the show, but they have done at least 20 of these shows, so I feel like I've seen this exact formula a bunch of times. I mean... Might be wrong, was Old School Raw the first one they did of that? I can't remember, maybe. Because that was great, and they've just basically imitated that every week. Raw 25 uh, wasn't good. Out. No. Yeah, well, well, to varying degrees of success, man, we'll run down this. John Cena returned and traded raps with the Usos. <laughs> it's... Y'all look like your mugshots. Yeah. How was it getting arrested? <laughs> Publicly traded company? Superstars as role models? Bringing that up? Eek. John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> I hope he gets yeah. arrested now. John Cena. Cena. I'm, one of, the, I'm one of those people. What? Now that he's well, brought that up, it up now the... that he's brought that up, I Wait. hope he gets arrested. <laughs> and that Raw reunion two next year, the Usos can go, "Ha, ah, you look like your mugshot now, you dick." <laughs> That's how my mind can works. You smashed up that Weatherspoon. <laughs> I can't think uh, of what John would get arrested for. No, Cena should have got arrested for stealing the show. Hey! hey. And then Usos defeated Raw Tag Team Champions Revival because it's the Raw Tag Team Division. Who cares? Devon Dudley is their dad. Yeah. Oh yeah. So right. Rikishi was with the Usos. <laughs> fair enough. Sense. Yeah. Yeah, Devon. Not even Reverend Devon. Dudley Boy Devon was with the Revival. He's now their father. Yeah, yeah. Just all be forgotten about in a week's time, so it's all right. Uh, Drew McIntyre attacks Cedric Alexander. It was just a bit awkward oh. when the Dudley Boy's music hit, and I was like... The Devon. Dudley Boy, yeah. singular. Just Devon. Yeah, not even Spike wanted to show up. Uh, Drew Mac defeated Cedric Alexander. With Good. the boingy boing. It wasn't even a match. He just attacked him and beat him up. Good. Oh, he hasn't technically beaten him. Oh. No. Well, he beat him in that tag match when he was Gary. They the wanted the one piece. Yeah. I love saying that so much. <laughs> the Viking Raiders defeated Zack Ryder and Kurt Hawkins because it's the Raw Tag Team Division. Roman Reigns defeated Samoa Joe. And the other highlight of the show, Samoa Joe basically coming out and calling the show what it was. <laughs> the show that is indulging your ridiculous addictions and nostalgia. And then Joe Reigns about to go at it, and then she goes, oh, I don't want to give you what you want, sort of. It's, it's, it's all nice and good when he does say things like that, but then he loses all the time, and it's, oh, oh it makes me sad. Mm. Yeah, but he's losing to Roman Reigns, and Kofi's the champion. He These can beat them once in a while, though, surely. Yeah. Surely. No, yeah. I know that maybe not Reigns under the circumstances. In fact, no, Shane McMahon beat Roman Reigns. Yeah. Samoa Joe can beat Roman Reigns. Samoa Joe can beat anybody. I believe in Samoa Joe. I do. <laughs> Quit, just... quit, get more coffee for Ross. <laughs> Rey Mysterio confronted Seth... No, I've missed a bit. I beg your pardon. Paul Heyman confronted Seth Rollins on Miz TV. This, and this, boy, what this a was, great segment. This reminded me of the Suffering Succotash program. Yes, it did. Um, when Rollins starts to do an impression of... Rollins should be devastated. Brock Lesnar's taken his belt and made him look soft in front of his lass. Rollins should be really angry. And and basically, instead, he... he did the whole John Cena at his worst or Roman Reigns not taking it seriously going like Brock Lesnar doing a Paul Heyman impression and making fun of Brock's eyes and neck veins and I was just like and his big red face yeah they had it right at Wrestlemania yeah. just have him go this like, this fella doesn't like coming here to work he's a mercenary he's taking the belt for hostage just say that again because it's true what yeah Why? it sounds like a, a, a people realising now that they were cheering for Rollins when he wasn't a good pro- he's never been a good good guy promo oh. but they were cheering for him because he was the, the closest thing they had to a star at that point at the top of the thing with Reigns and everyone else going but now they're realising he get 
give enough time, it'll sound like a whinier Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs> and this did not do enough. Well, so the only reaction it got from the crowd who'd been hot all night was, oh, ah, slash square circle will ride. No, oh. he, <laughs> he, oh. he also scared off Heyman. And he, which was meant to make him look cool, I think, because Heyman did the whole drop in the mic, like, and then ran away. And he also said that Brock Lesnar was a Seth Rollins wannabe. Yeah, that makes he's no like the, sense. The only reason it took Brock four years to cash in is because Brock Lesnar is a Seth Rollins wannabe. Not that Brock held the title for two years. Rollins was injured for about ten months. Rollins then spent the next remaining that time in the mid card. Yeah. Stuff like that. It's not a good look when the good guy says this and you'll go, you're wrong. Yeah. No. You're wrong. And Brock Lesnar's going to eat you for the protein. <laughs> and uh, Raymond Stewart defeated Sami Zayn. The four horsemen came out. <laughs> they used the Who bomb. were they? Rob Van Dam, <laughs> his regular tag partner, Sergeant Slaughter, their buddy, Kurt Angle, and the Hurricane. <laughs> so we have that quick match start up like yeah. in, in video games. <laughs> And they did get one really, I don't know which uh, Facebook page it was, but when it was a screenshot of RVD and goes, when you're so high, you show up to Raw instead of Impact. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he's, sure he's looked more high on Impact than he did on Raw this week. The one Impact thing I saw recently, he looked off his box. It was amazing. His face was red and his eyes were even redder. You can't call him high if he never comes down. <laughs> his permanent state of being is like that. He's, well, he's not clear to do any high spots. I oh. He can't wrestle in WWE. Because of his eyes. Well, they're perceived that. <laughs> yeah. But I thought initially they used the wrong... Wait, wait, sorry. His eyes? Apparently it's something to do with his vision. Was that... That's oh, why right. he couldn't get clear. I, I thought you were joking. No, no, he does I, do. I, I, you I, may I, have I, seen it on YouTube. <laughs> he does do an amazing, out of nowhere, Shawn Michaels impression by making his <laughs> eyes yeah. do that. I'm like, that's really good that he can do it. No, oh, his eyes are already that good, I guess. Obviously, Ob- Ob- isn't clear to wrestle in WWE. Oh. I thought which it was concussions, not which his is eyes. Why, maybe, maybe that he makes sense. He said Pentagon Jr. gave him such a bad concussion last time he wrestled that that's the reason why he said it. That's why he didn't do the frogs. Like that's why no one hit a move. Rey Mysterio did the five star frog splash mm. instead. But yeah, yeah. Then that obviously ruined them. Oh, if only RVD had done a move and then why is, he, why is he cleared an impact then? Because they need him. Seth Rollins defeated UFC. Why did he wear a singlet? Because he's a wrestler. All wrestlers wear their wrestling clothes twenty four seven. Yeah, even when they're going down to the shops. I wouldn't recognise him if they didn't have the gear on. I go. I see wrestlers after shows, and I'm like, who are you? The guy was in the main event. Yeah, well, all right, Osprey, go away. I'll tell you what, though. I thought initially they'd use the wrong ginger man in this segment because Sami Zayn's still got a lot to offer for me. He's yeah. slated as the guy you want that. Surely is a throwback. He's still on Raw, I think. Oh, okay. He's still a thing. He's still alive. But then we got that tweet from Sami yesterday and it was all fine. You see the tweet from Sami? No. Shooting on these legends. I can't remember what he said word for word, but it was a good tweet. So some good came of that oh, for thank Sammy. You. Seth Rollins defeated the US champion Eddie Oh, Styles sorry. There's AD. one more bit I've remembered. Sorry. I'll dare you interrupt the flow. Before that match, Sammy is in the locker room, basically cutting, or at the party backstage, cutting a Samoa Joe promo, uh-huh. saying like, oh, you're all legends, you're rubbish. And Rey Mysterio sticks up for the legends and goes, you need to remember who paved the way for you. And then Kelly Kelly's in the background. Jillian, and I was Jillian like, Hall was as well. Yeah, like, did they pave the way for Sammy Zayn? I don't know. Maybe he was a big fan. Yeah, they, they also little matches as well. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins defeated US champion AD Styles via DQ. And didn't really matter. And I, forgot, I was like, did that match happen? I'm like, oh, yeah, right. And then DX in the click. Held Rollins turned the OC back. Oh yeah, wait, wait. Why are they called the OC now? Is it is it because the New Matthew, Japan have gone? Hang on, how dare you call oh, yourself BC? They on. are the original. Oh, right. They are the official. They are the only club that matters. They are. They, they are. They are, they are AJ Styles. Food on my wife's table. <laughs> they are the only club that matters. Can AJ and Rollins have a food on the tables match? <laughs> AJ wants 
go on. Talked about we did an interview with him at What Culture, Who? and he and he did it uh, AJ Styles, and he did it. Um, it's when he said moves are easy. It's when he said that in that interview. It's the little things, and he also said. You know, I like to get food on my table, my wife's table, my kids' tables. And we're like, how many tables does this bloke got in his house? And they'll sit separately and eat. But he was just using a bad metaphor. And now Rollins has talked about table. That's why I brought... And now why Rollins, are you regular on that good metaphor? Yeah, it's, it's not a good he's metaphor. Putting kid, he's putting foods... He's putting kids. He's putting kids on his tables. He's putting food on his various tables in his house. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good setup if he's got... A, uh, yeah, kids' tables in the other room. I mean, he... Oh, Maybe he used, good, like, like t- he meant TV trays. Because at home, my mom's house, I've got my own TV tray. Yeah, fair you enough. You guys have been very good, Dan. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. Because it's plenty of other it's stuff. It's called to talk content about. and it's entertainment. Diamond, diamond, blah, It's stupid content. How many tables does he have? <laughs> you can tell <laughs> that it's not normally this hot in Newcastle because <laughs> we're all a bit. Oh. <laughs> you think his house is just made of this? Shut up, Okay, so the OC now. And thankfully, no one sent me any videos about California. Oh, well, I did that as my intro the other day. Well, somebody had to. Okay, you're the guy that did it. That's fine. Let's move on, lads. Uh, yeah, the entire click slash DX slash whatever came out to threaten the OC. And the OC <laughs> couldn't hang with these. Uh, I'm trying to think of a cool word for old people. Nothing's happening. I don't know. Gadgies. Gadgies. These pe- <laughs> bus pass holders. And rapper and just Road Dog introducing everybody, and yeah. we thought he was going to start on stream. We, the the chat started saying like, "And right behind him, be Brian Blair," <laughs> just stuff like that, because he kept on being like, "And right behind him, it's the whoever was with oh, him." Oh, I see. Because yeah. Road Dog was and behind him. Paul I think Roma. It was Ross who pointed out Road Dog was the star of the show in this. Yeah, oh, you had the Netflix with X Pac, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, but Road Dog was the guy who had his tron, and his music, the guy with the mic. Hey, I understand hey, him hey. speaking because he is the the best speaker out of those four of those people. But you've got more star power than Road Dog, surely. No, I think Kevin Nash should have just moved everyone and put a table and started doing a shoot interview. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell us about how you wrestled like Brett Hanna. Well, mm. I listened to a few Nash shoots. Not that one. Not the not the food one. But it, and a lot of them it's just stories about him in the clique, like being on pills in front of the yeah, police. No, oh, he's, he's so and, good. He's so cool though. But, but but then every story ends with like it was like Triple H or someone who's not who doesn't quite party as hard as them saying like, "You guys live like this," and they're like. Yeah, man, whatever. Yeah, I'm like, oh, shut yeah. up, man, Kev. Yeah, they all just go like that towards the camera. <laughs> <laughs> Click. <laughs> so, yeah, what a great... And then Seth Rollins looked like a star, just so people get memes of him. When oh, they, all, all, they, all the guys look <laughs> so at Seth. Good. Oh, God. It's a perfect metaphor. Yeah, Everyone really. said it, they'll look towards the past all the time. But hey, again, Rollins being cringy, the way, the way he just said, suck it. Annoyed me. Uh, Did he say like Kane when he said it without his voice? <laughs> suck it. I would hate you for suck it. Bray Wyatt attacked Mick Foley. It good on Mick. The only, yeah, the only time one of these, uh, what they call normal roster people, you know, non fizzy water, attacked a fizzy <laughs> water. And yeah, Mick Foley took the claw as the <laughs> noise played over, which think- I imagine was Seth Rollins shaking everyone's hand backstage. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that move will get passed on now? Do you think Bray will start using the claw? I'd quite like that. Yeah. And Sister Abigail, he's got two now. That would I'd like that. I'll I'll remain neutral until we see what happens next week because this is all non-canon. Do you want to talk about the commentary? Ah, oh, there we go. I've seen a lot of people hating this. What commentary? Oh, Michael Cole. I've forgotten completely. What so happened. the lights go down and, and then you get this. Just he appears on the fiend appears on screen for like a millisecond and Cole's like, no, not now, oh, not here, not now. And what was it, Corey? You went, it's the fiend. Like, they just made it too obvious. Well, I mean, well, I mean, yeah, I was supposed to say something. All the lights are going off and Mick Foley's about to get eaten. Yeah, I, mean, I guess so. I think I think people are too critical of Cole. 
I agree that when Baron Corbin hit end of days, Cole was like, end of days, end of days, end of days. End... Sorry, lads. When was that? <laughs> At Extreme Rules. Oh, and Becky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair. I said that wrong, but okay. And speak to which Raw Women Champion Becky Lynch and Natalia brawled on a moment of bliss. Mm. That didn't involve any legends, so I don't remember anything happening. Uh, it was just a, a bit out a bit of fire and spice, I guess. To oh feud. no, actually, I told like yeah, it was actually all right. They were going, uh, oh, you didn't give me help when I started here. Natalia went, our careers are very similar. Oh, we yes, met, we met in Japan, and then Becky went, our careers aren't similar. I won the belt in the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was good. Actually. Yeah, we're talking about I didn't give that enough love as well. Yeah, it was the little subtle like, oh, you didn't really help me though. Ooh, oh. so. Uh, superstars, legends, and Hall of Famers won and lost the 24-7 championship. And R-squared circle lost their load when they realized, oh, Ted DiBiase <laughs> may have been the first proper title he's ever won. <gasps> Disregarding the fact that he was the million-dollar champion. Well, it's not Thank proper title. Thank you very much. It's not a proper title. That's not a proper title. But, but the, the 24-7 <laughs> title. Right. Yeah. But, but never mind that. I did not know who Alundra Blaze was until she, she went different. to put the title in the bin. I went, oh, it's Alundra Blaze. Yeah. There was a shin, she used to wear the Blaze, Blaze, Blaze gear. She used to have wilder hair. Yeah. She tamed her hair a bit. She was like, aha, I've won the title. I'm like, who are you? I could tell her she Even was... Even McCool. I could tell her she was at Evolution, the pay-per-view. I could tell then. Something's changed. I, I, knew, I knew who it was, just to, just to throw that in there. All right. Shut up. Just okay. to throw a bit of balance in there. But it's a shame that it was when her and Candice Michelle... Who else got no reaction whatsoever? It's a shame when that happens, isn't it? It's just uh, very awkward. Melina as a referee. She has sashes like mayors on it. Oh, I know who she is. But, oh, Gerald Briscoe got a good pop. That could probably yeah. be a rename thing. We never got to see Brother Love pop if it was still alive or not, which is a yeah. shame. No, and we didn't get to see Briscoe actually pin Patterson, who Fair must have been so yeah. knackered he could have another man lie on top of him for three seconds. <laughs> Make your own joke. It's just like... <laughs> Hey, during the break, I pinned him. I'm like, wow, how bad are you? They can't even do that. Mm, well, DBRC got pinned inside the car, so you couldn't see that either. Well, yeah, but they couldn't have like, a, oh, whatever. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you can't put. You can't should put have just had Pat Patterson just stay true to real life. Just have him sleep, and then Jerry pins him doing that because. What a great famous, segment the that famous, was. The famous story when we met him. Well, didn't meet him at Wrestling Media Con. He was just asleep on a bench. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant the old SmackDown. <laughs> He, he slept a lot, bless him. He's an old man. He's fantastic. He is. Yeah. He's 73 years young. Ready for an XT title shot. And I loved it all, me. I loved everything to do with the 24 uh, 7. Oh, yeah, it was all great. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing where it goes next because now our truth's off in the car with Renee. Renee? And, um, <laughs> and Spud Dre Mavericks with Carmella. What's going to happen? Also, I know this company loves doing ribs on TV. Anyone else notice this or think about this or how my mind works? So Mike and Maria are there at the Legends party, so God knows why they think we're giving out drinks. And Bischoff was there talking about, hey, getting cooked. Well, Bischoff was famously involved in the Gold Club thing where basically he... Wife swapping thing. Yeah. Was he? Yeah, remember that? It was him and DDP, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, I forget who the guy was, but Bischoff was definitely one of them. I'm like, they could have had anybody in this segment to be with Mike and Maria. And they picked the one guy who you could technically use cook, but in a nice way. Oh, it's just me being the picky game, but him saying, "Oh, maybe you should come over to SmackDown." Like he wanted the go SmackDown. Why would you want that, Mike and Maria from a, a kayfabe sense on SmackDown? You've just so they can the put match, Bischoff on TV, or people like me go, "Oh, I got that. <laughs> yeah, good one." Huh? And then Bronze Roman defeated Randy Rowe. I liked this enhancement man. He bumped really well. I liked him. Bronze Roman is back to being cool again. Yay! Good. I thought it was because weird me though. Oh, go on. Because like obviously this was put on so people who don't watch normally. 
came back and watched all the old people and get introduced to these new people. Yes. And introduced Braun Strowman, who can do amazing things by having them have the most basic squash match ever. That's true. Why not do like with Bobby Lashley? Do something amazing like that and just think, oh, God, I like him. Yeah. Because like, um, he looked like the great Carly, didn't he? A bit well, a bit better than yeah, Carly. Good, hey, Carly's first year, wow. <laughs> the good Carly. Yeah. It's not as the good, good as the great, the good, good Carly. Carly. Did you know he was signed to WCW? I learned that this week. Carly? Carly was signed to WCW for about nine months in 2000 or something. Did he ever appear? No. No, he went to New Japan, which is ridiculous to see if you ever got I'd see any of that on um, <laughs> New Japan World or whatever the hell Imagine him in the G1. <laughs> no, but he, him and... Uh, oh, was he in NBO... T- no, what Chono's group was. I don't know. Oh. Tell me 2000. Can't be an old by then. They were dead. I can't remember. I'm talking about stuff. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's move on. And Stone Cold Steve Austin, Hulk Hogan, and Ric Flair gave a toast to Raw in general and made us all realize, God, the show isn't like this anymore, is <laughs> it? Uh, which was a good thing for the slight boost in ratings they had this week, but not so good in the long run because it was all well and dandy. But it did remind you, did Randy Orton get really popular and top the card by beating up legends? Yes. Instead of, you know, sharing space with them and going, oh, hi, Hogan. <laughs> Good uh, to see you. So Alicia Fox is a legend now. She was in the legends bit. I like yeah. to think she just turned up thinking, oh, I'm back to work, everybody. You're retired now, Alicia. <laughs> all the best. Just go and stand over there with the old people. And <laughs> and I want to, I desperately want to know the story that Austin was about to tell before time ran out. Of him and Gerald Briscoe in South Africa. Because <laughs> he was about, he's like, time's running out, I've got a Gerald Briscoe. And then Briscoe. When we ended apartheid, oh, good time, Briscoe. <laughs> <laughs> out of nowhere. I also enjoyed how prominent the boogeyman made himself. He was right next to Austin. It was like. Aust- Austin said a thing, oh, I was going to see Flair, I was yeah. going to see Hogan. Same boogeyman. The boogeyman. Why? <laughs> well, he was on he the. He gave him a lift to the, the arena. <laughs> he, also, um, he also did a bit of a fun running the ropes afterwards. Once yeah. the cameras went off, that was on Reddit and that. God, he just had a great time, didn't he? When was the last time Austin was on the show? Because I remember he hadn't been in a few. Oh, 25, wasn't it? But before then, wasn't it a a big gap where he declined appearances and stuff because he'd just been busy doing shows about guns? WrestleMania 30, was it not? Maybe. Yeah, it might have been. No, WrestleMania 32, we were there. Oh, yeah, 32. He came out and stunned stunned (laughs) Xavier Woods and that. Oh, oh, you know, move on. I'd love to talk WrestleMania 32. (laughs) That was great because Michaels was in excellent shape and the other two were. Well, apparently, I was listening to Batista and talked with Jericho. He was supposed to be Foley in that segment. He turned it down. Batista? Batista was supposed to be Foley. That makes less down, sense. Yeah. What? what? Uh, I think it makes more sense for it to be Michaels, Foley, and Austin. Yeah. Yeah. I would have just, yeah. yeah. Well done, Batista. <laughs> so, the only one with common sense in wrestling. <laughs> Smackdown, which is a bit better. Kevin Owens and Shane McMahon agreed to a match at SummerSlam with a special stipulation yes. that Owens must leave slash retire slash quit. Yes. Because he's not going to. Yeah, right, right. Yes. Yep. So that's what we'll get to SummerSlam. Nakamura defeated Apollo Crews. Yeah. And what was, you know, it was good action-wise. It was weird to see Nakamura actually have a long match with Apollo Crews after Apollo Crews has had maybe a minute combined against Andrade the last few weeks. But then it was funny because Nakamura started beating up Apollo Crews afterwards, New Day at ringside, going, where's his friends to help him? <laughs> We're not. We're not. <laughs> we barely know the guy, but surely he's got some friends. Oh, no, he hasn't. All right, that's a bit awkward. Uh, Ziggler attacked Shawn Michaels in the Miz during Miz TV, and all right, credit to them having one guy get something over the legends, and that's a good usage of them. Did it have to be Ziggler to build heat for the Miz feud? The Miz Ziggler feud has been resurrected more times than effing Dracula. <laughs> there were some zingers in this promo. Segment. Ziggler looked amazing. Come out with this though, Dolph Zinger. It's oh, the Scott's bit where on. it's yeah. the bit where he called Michaels embarrassing, and Michaels. Went, that was true. You yeah. know what's embarrassing? 
dedicating your career to being a second-rate Shawn Michaels, and then Ziggler went, there's only one second-rate Shawn Michaels in here, and I'm looking at him right now. That, that, <laughs> that was, was class. That was good. That's so good. That comedy circuit working wonders for him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Miz, you know, he, he tried to intervene, and he punched, and he hold Shawn Michaels like, he was just like, no, <laughs> you cling on so-and-so's, you've killed my son. Ever Moon defeated Charlotte Flair and well, minus, oh, this minus pissed, three oh, seconds. This pissed me off. This did. This just pissed me off. I think everything pisses you off today, Ross. But go on, tell us what's on your <laughs> no, mind. No, I was like, I'm ready. See, I'm ready for this. My body's ready for Charlotte versus Ember Moon. Give it 20 minutes. Let's go. Get if, if you fair, like, I understand that's a pay per view caliber match. But if you boot yourself into that, get out of it a bit, a bit less harsh. Right. Don't make me feel so angry with what I'm seeing. I get you. you know I, was, I was annoyed at Bailey, the babyface, yeah. for ruining the match. Yeah. Bailey yeah. face. Bailey face. <laughs> uh, the champion, Covey Kingston, issued a SummerSlam challenge to Randy Orton, and what a good segment this was. Some zingers in this one as well. Yeah. Really good stuff. It was a good. Remember, like 10 years ago when I was kicking ass, the entire crowd was chanting your name. I was like, yes, I do remember this. And it's like, it's, it's sometimes a bit annoying when they go, and remember, you held me down. And it's like, well, what do you mean? In wrestling, it's like, he's like, no shit. yeah, I held you down for three seconds and pinned you. <laughs> but it kind of works. And one of them, yeah, I did. You weren't ready. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. And well, you're, not, you're not ready now. Like, yeah. yeah, it's great. And he went, and I remember that really clearly and vividly that the push of Kofi Kingston, who was supposed to be main eventer, and then it's like, oh, Seamus came along and ruined everything. <laughs> but then I'd forgotten this until Orton brought it up. It happened this year. And he goes, yeah, yeah, don't forget, I'm the reason you're the champion. Like, what do you mean? He goes, well, I'm the guy that injured Ali. Yeah. And then you had to take his place at Elimination Chamber, and that's how you won that. He's like, oh, yeah, he did do that, didn't he? So, yeah, loved all this. It was actually a pretty good SmackDown for the most part. Yeah, oh, Small Joe, oh, they had a match, uh, remember him? Small Joe and Kobe Kingston, and then Orton interfered, and then he gave Joe the thing. Well, I liked how Kobe was ready for the RKO. He was like, whoa. He does that. Yeah, yeah. he did that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I did that the George. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like... Well, that's an unorthodox fighting stance. He must know more complicated stuff that I'm just not yeah, familiar with seeing. Yeah, what I don't get a fighting stance. It's Luke Gallows punched in the corner. He always starts that and then goes like that, then back to there. I don't get just that. Isn't it the block, in case he does? Is there a big gap in the middle? I mean, it's, it's like, a big gap in the middle. I can I see a, like, a flaw in that strategy. Like, sort of hunched and then he's sort of like open like that. But he goes like... Oh. It's weird. That is weird. Or is it like that? I don't know. It's maybe, a bit strange. Maybe he, he intends it to be like, aha, a boxer, but like... <laughs> <laughs> My favourite is Undertaker is like the best pure striker in WWE history. Yeah, I would get told that. And his stri- bones he's throwing. And his strikes are always that. And then that thing? Like, it's not his elbow. It's like his <laughs> hip and side. He dude, just goes, dude, That's what Popeye does. Have you got the spinach? <laughs> he just beasts in the guy. Woom, woom, woom. Anyway, I'm, I digress. Uh, Kobe Kingston's battle with some of Joe Silver. Oh, I don't know. I was have been above that. Finn Balor challenged Bray Wyatt to clash at SummerSlam. And then... We are the return of the Firefly Funhouse. We did. I'm so glad that they brought this, the Mr. Rogers bit. It's like, hi there, Finn. That's why me. Doing? That's why me and Ramblin' Rabbit are pretty big fans of yours. Yeah. <laughs> so good how oh, nice he was too. Good because if it was just hi, it's knockoff Joker. It's like oh whatever. Yeah. But the fact that we've still got that, I liked it. Like, but I would. I thought it would have been better if this like children's TV presenter had no idea what the fiend was <laughs> and acted like he didn't have a clue. Yeah, like, seem to be friends. That would be like a uh, Abyss and um, Joseph, Joseph Park. Park. Yeah, like that. Uh, yeah, like I that spoke to the fiend and he's very sorry, Finn. <laughs> 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 I don't remember this. Yeah, it'd have been good. Who? No, 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 I was, I was here. I was making cookies. Yeah. Rabbit, rabbit. Oh, it'd be great. Uh, Kevin Owens vs. Roman Reigns devolved into a massive problem for shame. <laughs> Who wrote that? WWE.com. <laughs> what did it say? <laughs> Just, of, of course, that we wrote it. Kevin Owens vs. Roman Reigns devolved into a massive problem for Shane McMahon. 
He got stunned. I think that was the last thing uh, Steve Oppenheim wrote. <laughs> so, yeah, I like the show. I also like the fact we've got Trent Seven versus Volta. NXT, NXT UK. UK, yeah. Trying to get revenge for uh, Tyler Bate. Tyler! Tyler! Yeah. Um, NXT US edition. Keith Lee lost to Damien Priest. Damien Priest. Punishment mod, yeah. Bloody Priest. What's his gimmick? Damien Priest, uh, he's deviant art Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. Because what I've seen, he's a, he's a bit of a goth man who likes a drink. Boop, boop. <laughs> yes, he's a goth man. <laughs> boop, boop. Um, yeah. Moxley is undefeated in G1 action. Ooh. I don't think he's going to win the tournament, but he's still undefeated in New Japan. I thought you said he lost to Ishii. No, no, he beat Ishii. Oh. Ishii tried to beat him oh, by, tried to beat by him jumping him. off the top rope through a table. And Jeff Cobb did the I am the table bit. Did he? A post-match interview. Good. Good. Like you, Jeff. He doesn't um, follow me on Twitter, so I don't know where I came from. Kenta is still undefeated in Block A and wrestles Okada this weekend. And this brought up Ooh. something that I've totally just either missed at the time. I was watching New Japan at the time, but I must have just missed it. Apparently when Okada wrestled Marafuji, he hit him with an Emerald Flosion, and everyone went, you can't be doing that because Marafuji, Misawa, Emerald Flosion, and Okada hit it, and everyone went, there's all these like Noah trainees at the sidelines going, you can't do that. You've disrespected like the crowd, like boo Okada for it. So everyone now thinks that he's gonna, uh, Kenda's gonna hit him with a burning hammer, <laughs> which I'm not sure. Yeah, because it's got the same name. They could use it. Yeah. Right? But so, what's the thing with Marafuji and Misawa? I don't know this. Because just just because it was like so, obviously Noah and everything. But just because like, apparently Maraf- Marafuji like was like the ace of Noah. Oh, okay. And then Okada beat this like big Noah guy with. Mizawa's move and it was disrespectful because he stole Mizawa's move. I like that. And I don't know if you know but Mizawa's like dead so it's a bit... No, I'm down to It's good that. Yeah. Yeah, Misawa. Yeah, you know, this famous C- Japanese director. CM Punk's got Misawa's boots tattooed on him. He's got the green green and white boots. Oh. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's I think. Fair. Though I laughed at that instinctively because I'm a horrible person but I'm like... Cause the idea of CM Punk versus Misawa is... That would be good. Do you not rate CM Punk? Oh, no, no, right. it's just... It's, it, it, like... No, I can't see that match happening. Masawa is like, you know, God Punk, over there. CM Punk versus Kenda would be the matcher. Yeah. The yeah, that, that can happen. But... Say, yeah. Okay. Anyway, Sorry, the, I think I'm digressing somewhat. The G1's been doing stuff. and Oh, and uh, 205 Live's main event had Shane Strickland in it. Oh, Isaiah That's Swerve. Right. Yes. Yeah. He, yeah, the crowd were actually kind of warm. Yeah. Like this room uh, for yeah. 205 Live. And he had a good show with Drew Gulak because everyone loves Drew Gulak because he's amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fabulous Drew, uh, Drew Gulak to his friends. <laughs> and NCL has a show this Saturday. North Wrestling. North Wrestling here in the North where we drink fizzy and <laughs> water. We don't care. And we have Ricky Shane Page. Deathmatch nice cameo appearance. Yes. All the way from USA he's land. He's got a title shot. Against Spike Trevay. Boo. Bit annoyed that he's getting a title shot but I don't care because he can beat the hell out of Spike. Uh, the Ojmo. Mm-hmm. We're very happy that I name dropped him. Taking on Lucky Kid. I love probably doesn't listen to this probably got better things to be doing. And our whole host of people will be there, including Benji, who I just want to say is awesome and doesn't get enough love. Is Boris on the card? Yes. Nice. Of course he is. Ooh, yeah. He's contractually obligated to appear on every North show we could book amongst. I love him. Excellent. Well, yeah, come to that if you... Northwestern, 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 Northwestern. Thank you very much. Let's have a rummage in our mailbags. <laughs> now it's time to look in the mailbag, as that lovely intro just told us. Uh, we had format in here, so we'll assume this is all right. Hi, all. Not a regular listener or a fan, but we're sent a... Oh, no. I know what this is going to be about. Of your podcast, as my cousin Boise was mentioned. Oh, just, <laughs> no. Just to clarify, while he... While he, we are... Well, it's not very good. 
We are related. It's not through blood. My oh god. My mother and father in inverted commas were on a break nine months before I was born. So my uncle in brackets Boise's dad. We have paid attention to this Game of Thrones scenario. Is not my blood relation. We do not tend to highlight this to people as my mum's sex life is not, something, <laughs> it's not something to bring up while down the pub. So as this is for a question section, I feel I have to ask a question. So who do you think will win Love Island and which wrestlers would you like to see in the villa next year? Wait, I Regards, get that. Sorry, can you read sorry, that again? Sorry, I'll tell it again in English. Okay. Who, who do you think will win Love Island? Oh, my God. And which wrestlers would you like to see in the villa next year? Regards, Emma Shepard. Yeah, last week, somebody had a real hard on for bringing up somebody called... Well, not bringing up again, but somebody who happened to be in a relationship with the cousin. I just spat everywhere there. Sorry. I think we... Yeah, and I think it's supposed to clarify that they were not blood related, so it was okay. This isn't. Is th- this is fake, isn't it? Someone's playing the point, the part of Boise's cousin. I don't, I, I, that I, I, was in two minds, mate. Do you think it might actually be Boise's it cousin? Might actually, I don't know. I just felt it important, just just in case it is legit, just as a public service announcement, just to get it in there. It's, it's very true. A fake Boise. <laughs> is point, she real? Secret agent Boise. Is she real? Because the fact that I thought it was going to be with that in mind, who's going to win the G one or something wrestling? But no, it's. <laughs> I, I mean, hope every week we get a correspondence from the Boise family. The correct answer is we win Love Island when Love Island finishes because Love Island's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you'd think that we would be, you know, the beyonds of popular culture right now, but <laughs> Love Island, I've just, I've just finished watching Chernobyl. Um, so, no, oh, I do not really. Oh, that's very good. I liked it. If you get over the fact that it's like, oh, hang on, they've all got British accents. They're not doing the thing that we used to do, like in Goldeneye, and be like, oh, let's get a British actor. Uh, hello, I am Rusky. It's like, <laughs> no, they just speak British. Uh, so, as far as Love Island, I have no clue. Who I'd like even even Love Island. I'd like there. to see us uh, all parachuted into Love Island and just see the faces on the Love Island regulars when we walk. Oh, hey! Just be like, what's going on here? Well, have the presenters go? It's the colorholic <laughs> as if he knows. I would um, like Shane McMahon to be dropped in there, <laughs> and the, the doors locked, and then the keys destroyed. They're dropping without a parachute. Yeah, yeah. elbow yeah. dropping or palm tree. He'd survive anything. Yeah, he'd get a survive. Had helicopter crash, didn't he? Yeah. You see, they see him sweating and goes, oh, have you been on the island for a while? And goes, no, I just got in. I've just realised that made me sound like I was gutted that he survived the helicopter no. crash. I'm not. I just don't like his wrestling persona slash character. It's gone too far. That's real heat. No, come on. No, no helicopter jokes, please. <laughs> so Max Landis has a question. What? Hi, lads. So I met Batista and asked him for a photo. Wait, 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 After... wait, 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 wait. No, don't pay attention to that. I'm supposed to be like a quick joke and move on. But what's it got to do with? John Landis. Helicopters. Twilight Zone. If I have to explain it, how did I? How was I ever going to get that? And I was like, I was like, that's not mentioned. Max you're Landis really on the sad podcast. weirdo like me. Oh, right. That was out for my shout did out you to my get friends. That? I just smile and nod. Everything. <laughs> 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 oh, Simpson smiling. <laughs> I was going to do a thing where I was going to bring in a hot pepper, and every time I bombed, I was going to take a bite. But then it became the hottest part of the year, and I'm like, you know what? Create a winner did either. So this question's from John Landis. Yeah, uh, let's get rid of that then. What was it? Hot pepper, ow. Hi, lads. So I met Batista and asked him for a photo. Afterwards, I said, this might be weird, but Batista, the man I definitely met, you smell really nice. His response, I walk alone. Oh, yes. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. To be honest, I didn't care. I didn't even think that was a joke. I've not not watched, I've not even read the question that comes after that. I just want to include it for that joke. That is top draw. That's that's brilliant. I walk alone. That's good, though. (laughs) To get the feeling right, we start... Anyway, bad jokes aside, <laughs> what do you think is the best slash worst theme music change? <laughs> oh. Okay. For me, I just liked any Austin theme with lyrics and really like Baron Corbin's new music. Thanks, lads. 
Barkley from Bendigo, Australia. Thank you, Barkley. You Bendigo, see, though, that's a cool name. Baron Corbin's old theme's a lot better than his new one. Yeah. And his entrance is a lot better than his new one as well. His old entrance is better. I think it fits his character of arc. Oh, it's just like all downbeat and slow and who. No, Corbin is Baron Corbin. Here's Baron Corbin. Yeah. I walk alone. I preferred um, uh, Kill Switch Engage to Cult of Personality for CM Punk. I thought the Cult of Personality was a bit too on the nose. It's like, well, that's what he's trying to be a Cult of Personality, but it's too obvious for me. I see your point. Um... And I just really like. This fire burns because it reminds me of the Money in the Bank entrance as well, which is one of the best entrances ever. But, yeah. I've recently, because I've been watching a bit of ECW as well, I, re- I was as a kid liked One of a Kind as RVD's <laughs> theme. Well, it's a good song, but his, his weird punky, like, ECW theme. What? Punky. Yeah, no, that was Pantera. Pantera, isn't it? He had Pantera as his theme. Yeah. Did he? RVD? Yeah, like his entire run. Oh, right, fair enough. And then they recently did the, the, the I just like the stock on the on the network there. Oh yeah, I like this. I like the first one. I mean, he caught the pop poke. I like that. The one with the did we do at the start? I like that one. One of the kind. When he first arrived, before one of the kind. Oh right. It starts with like a long did we do sort of thing. It just goes. Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. That's a deep cut. I haven't heard that in a while. Was that meant to be like Pantera, but faster? It doesn't really sound like Pantera. No, I guess Instead of walk, it's run. I really like... Whatever the stock tune they used for RVD's run on the, on the you know, WWE Network. Underta- Undertaker's DVD release theme. I think it was called Go and Postal. That's a banger. What? You know on certain date where they didn't have the license for Roland? Oh, you mean Roland? Right, right, right. And uh, it was called Go and... Po- I think it's on YouTube listed as Going Postal. I don't remember that one. Oh, it's, I think it's a, good, it's a good fit for Undertaker, me. Okay. For, that, for that period of time. No, we out 2002. That's where I first heard it and I was hooked. <laughs> that's another. That's a bar, That's a weak change. That I didn't like. The you don't know. Oh, hey. that that's aged like a fine wine. <laughs> I love it, me. I used to hate it when I was younger, but I love it now. An Aldi yeah. fine wine, <laughs> much cheaper. The finest of the fine finest. wines. Uh, what was the question? Best slash worst theme music change. Um, Sting's the worst one when he arrived in WWE. I think people split on WCW, never mind that, um, when he went from having the, the awesome Sting Crow theme to Seek and Destroy live version by Metallica. <laughs> because they had like the light effect and stuff, and I thought it was, wow, it's really cool. Like, but like, people were like, no, it doesn't really fit the image. Because you hear that song, you're like, some guy's going to come out running and firing, and it's like, Sting, plunge the ring. Mm. Yes. This is the ah! live version. This is the live version, so it makes it less on it. The crowd are awake. <laughs> Bit awkward. But I think Batista... Getting the yeah, I even know that guy said that question. I think that's uh, good. It's saliva, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Click, click, boom. Nah. <laughs> nah. Moving on. <laughs> hey guys, the recent segments on Raw involving Bray Wyatt has severely freaked me out and left me with a sense of anxiety, especially the close-ups on the mask. I feel like he might jump out the dark doorway at me or appear around the corner like Slenderman. So my question is: Are there any wrestling segments, moments, or storylines that have left you? feeling a certain way for a while. It doesn't have to be a negative feeling. Cheers. Willy Banger. <laughs> That's not even clever. AKA Tom Hullier. <laughs> okay. Willy Banger. Willy Banger. <laughs> AKA Nob Nob Oh, you guys, you tricked me. <laughs> you can see it. Uh, I've, I've got one for this. Go on. When Kane unmasked 
I was 10, right, the summer of 2003, right. and it kept me up. And I don't know if it was linked to my, because I've talked about my recurring dream when I was younger. I used to walk through the little concrete bit where we used to play football when we were young. Right. To Kane was, this was before Kane on Mast. He was there with his mask off. And I always get chased by Undertaker down the, down the street. It was a re- I had this dream loads of times. So I don't know if it was linked to that. But when Kane unmasked, and I know looking back it was hilarious. He just like had a bit of charcoal smudged on his face. Yeah. yeah. But the way, remember the, uh, the package on the week after Raw, where they obviously showed the highlights. Well, they showed it happening. There's no highlight there, is there really? That, like distorted it? Yeah. That bothered me for a That bothered 10 year old. Oh, the face distorted. Yeah. Yeah, that 10 year old me didn't like that. I'm all right now, though. Mm. I mean, that's why people don't like clowns <laughs> and stuff. So I mean, yeah. they did it with Bob Backlund actually. They did the promo package after he beat uh, Brett for the title in '94. They think like Brett's Bob Backlund sma- uh, What were I looking for? Snapped, snapped, crackled, and popped. And they, they did the X Files thing to start with the fake like X Files goes like that, and I was like, oh god, I don't like that at all. <laughs> they really unsettled me, but I just didn't like Bob Backlund. Mine is kind tie cutting off Valvina's <laughs> dick. I was too young to really understand that it was meant to be comedy. And it freaked me out so much. And then I hid the VHS tape from my little brother because I, I wanted to protect him from seeing that angle. And then he like like three years later or something, he found it and it brought back all that. I was like, oh, God, I just saw like wow. he was watching it. I was like, oh, no, Tom put it away. That's what they should have said to Valvina. Anyway, um, so... It's good. <laughs> yes. So that's mine, Kai and Ty okay. And I still find it... I, can't, I can watch it, but I still find it a bit... It still stirs something in me. I'm like, no, I don't oh, I'll tell you what, one that does still get me Go when on. I see it is when uh, Ivory gets the iron. Is it on Tory's back? Oh. They're having like a hardcore match backstage. It's like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, obviously I mean. real, but the sound effect they use and the way it's timed, it's really convincing. Oh, okay. oh ugh, Just a hot iron right on the back. Sizzle. <laughs> ah. I also got freaked out by the Demon Dale Torborg's sarcophagus that he used to come out of. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks cool as hell. It's way too good for him. Del Torborg is great. Well, one time he scheduled to have the match, and then I think like Norman Smiley or someone just put like a bar there, and he couldn't open. It. <laughs> <laughs> Starved to death. Um, I, I'm not being freaked out or anything by that by the shows because I was watching all David Cronenberg films and whatever, so wrestling couldn't really do anything. Right. But I remember getting really, really annoyed, and now I'm just like desensitized to everything that happens in wrestling, but like really annoyed with Muhammad Hassan. Because for one week, he came out and people were like, uh-oh, boo! And he was like, no, no, please, like, don't judge me on the actions of others. And it was like, oh, my God, are WWE going to be, like, this crazy company that have, like, a, a, a good Muslim or whatever, like, you know, nice thing. He comes out and he's actually, no, no, don't judge me just because I look different, I have a different religion. And then I think a week later, he came out yeah. and was like, death to America. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, really? Yeah. It was so bad. You know, it was bad when the, the TV network has to go, yeah, yeah. Like, we're drawing the line here. Get rid of this guy or you're off the air. Don't judge me, but I'm going to get my lad, my mates in ski masks to beat up the like, well, oh, okay. him out like that. So. Yo, maybe like a slow turn and be like, hey, I tried to be nice and you booed me anyway. No, literally, it was like, switch the light from good to bad. That's a good evil laugh you've got, though. Thank you. It's my real <laughs> laugh. <laughs> Hi, lads. Long-time patron here. Love oh, the show, etc. With classic finish... <laughs> With classic villages such as the Ross Roads, essentially to Ziri's Green Mist, but with a cat of Taurus. <laughs> That's good. The Torture Jack. Jack pulls a bobble hat out of his tights, puts it on his opponent's head, and then gives him a grade for the match so far. <laughs> this guy's it going, started off weak, but I enjoyed the I, end. I like this. And the unforgettable Matastrophe, just says involves hoodies. I don't understand that one. Where, where? <laughs> I mean, if that's an insider joke, I'm not in the inside. My question is, 
What is the greatest finisher name of all time? I love the walls of Jericho. Biblical. Liverpool. <laughs> Leon Newton. I've got that right. There's a symbol above the U. Thank you. Thank you, Leon. Yeah, what's that? Oh. I have no idea. Circle above the U. Thank you, Leon. There might be a typo. But Leon is there. We'll call him Leon. <laughs> Name for a finisher. Uh, there's a few I've got in my head. I've, uh, got, I've got one straight away. It's Rainmaker. It's like, okay. it's a, it, that's a word born to be a wrestling finisher name. It's yeah. like Shearer is born to be a goal scorer's name because when <clears throat> so, a commentator shouts Shearer, yeah. it's a fantastic name. But when someone shouts Rainmaker, it's just a fantastic thing to shout. I agree with that. I'm not going to do it, but you know. You're going to shout Shearer? <laughs> no, I'm not going to shout Rainmaker. Oh. <laughs> Can you shout Shearer for us? Ah, oh, I don't want to. Okay. Um, Shearer! <laughs> yes! Yes! Sorry, headphone users. That's the second time this week. <laughs> Got him. Uh, we didn't even plan that, did we? Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, point at head. Jack, what is your order? I'll not say anything. I was just going to build on that and say that New Japan tend to have good finisher names. Destino. I like that. Destino is a good finisher name. But Kevin Kelly does that thing now. Where he goes, What's Destino! And he just stops at the three count. But sometimes the if he's, oh, that's good. if yeah. he hits it and then crawls over, he still has to go. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he kicked out. What do we do now? Oh. He, he does, sometimes they do kick out, and he goes, "Oh my god!" Yeah, I like Kevin Kelly, like but not that. No. Go. Yeah. Well, that's your... Anyway, I've got two. Um, Nightmare on Helm Street for Hurricane <laughs> Helms because of the cheese. Because the length of that name, you have to get say it really quickly. All the matches are, and just the sheer inappropriateness of it uh, before I got named the Alabama Slammer oh no I've got Holly's finisher for a brief while I believe it's in the Smackdown game at least one of them I, I, don't quote me on that the Holly cost oh my god, <laughs> my god. yeah he did call it that <laughs> you can't you just can't can you he, got he did <laughs> <laughs> how do you like me now <laughs> I mean <laughs> I can't mean... believe that <laughs> There's been controversial finishing names, but nothing... Like, the cop killer was homicides, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, that was, you know, he's from the streets. Right, right, right. So, yeah. You know. Cattle mutilation. Yeah. yeah. For a oh, vegan. controversial. Oh, yeah, yeah wait, yeah. I really got the vegan connection, because he didn't call it on TV. But No, but that, why, yeah. why would a vegan call it? Oh, was he not a vegan then? I don't know. Mm. I'm thinking too much about that. I also um, like a little bit, little bit of Last Chancery Me. Yeah. It's a nice name for a finisher. I'm going to yeah. get you with some last chancery. Vertebraker. Yeah, because it side literally side. will break your vertebra. I like Vertebraker. We're going to do it, Matthew. <laughs> what a tune that is as well. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, don't make themes like they used to, did they? Do they? Do they? Sometimes they do. If your name's Dexter and your surname's Loomis. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. After watching Adam and Ben play WWE 2K19, I decided to play the game for the first time in months. I started universe mode with an AEW show, which Cultaholic eventually invaded, <laughs> can you imagine, and claimed every championship. Oh, good. All was going well until Pachiti and Mafu dropped the belts to the Lucha Brothers. Oh, weak. Oh, I've always hated them. After the match, Mafu absolutely snapped to proceed to destroy Pachiti. I like this. Leading to a feud between Mafu and Pachiti that ended in a Hell in a Cell match, in which Mafu sent Pachiti through the roof and off of TV with a serious injury. Whoa. So it's true to life. <laughs> Uh, Matthew then went after Ross. No, I would never do that. And Ross's AEW Championship, which he rebranded the Cultaholic Heavyweight Championship. <laughs> Matthew won the title in after Sam did a run-in 
and turned on Ross. Now Mafia was likely to headline all out against Kenny Omega. And, <laughs> and the any, only You'd remain, get a good match out of you. The battle of the sexually confused white guys. And the only remaining members of Cultaholic is Jack and an injured Pachidi. <laughs> Anyways, so sad. what do each of you consider the best rise and subsequent fall of a stable in wrestling history? <laughs> Always enjoy the podcast. Appreciate the content you guys put out. Josh Shepard. Well, nothing's going to beat that. Rise of a... Uh, rise and fall. I mean, it's NWO, isn't it? It's the, the easy answer. That is the easy the answer. The initial so, rise and then the, the hundred people turning up. I yep. see your NWO and I raise you evolution. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was a good fall. Because that was a deliberately good fall. Yeah. Because yeah. it ended up doing what it was supposed to do. Yeah. It rose up the size of the business of Batista and Orton. I feel like the Undisputed Era could have a really good one. Because it seemed like they were going to break and then they didn't. And now, whenever it happens, I think it's going to be explosive. Mm. It's going to be good. I'm going to go with Nexus because, my God, that one angle they did, the one angle, yeah. and then everything after that sucked. Then they ran into John Cena. Yeah. Da, 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 da. You know, after getting Brian fired off TV with a tie. Yes. <laughs> it was like, oh, it's all downhill from there. Wade Barrett, Barrett should have won the, the title. first English WWE champion. Yeah. Who's going to be the first English to Pete Dunne? Not, hmm. not if he keeps that beard. <laughs> No? Not a fan. Oh. Doesn't go. Not for me. Fair enough. A beard connoisseur. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is good, but you the beard. beard once. I try to. I can't. I'm devastated. I'd love to grow a beard. I just can't do it. Well, I couldn't in 2016. That's the last time I tried. Uh, I think it should be a Patreon thing. Ginger, fluffy mess. If we make this amount of money... Was Ross, it like Pete Dunne? We'll a, a bit like... Well, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. But just a bit worse. Ah. Uh, and this is pretty bad to begin with. Can you grow a beard? I can very easily. Really? It's actually bad for me to shave. Do it. My, my boy's like, no, here's some eczema for you. Grow your beard. I'm like, no. <laughs> do do it. I, I grow 10 more years. I need those years. Okay. And I don't need it. It's good, actually. We're out on um, Saturday, and I've got some ingrowing hairs that won't go away. I saw this And And uh, uh, there was a mutual friend of ours that went, hey, those some good hickeys you've got. You're a bit of a stud. And I, obviously, oh, being the person I am, did not correct her. And went, yes. <laughs> How yes. big are these ingrown hairs like? Uh, big enough to be paying rent. <laughs> a mutual friend of ours? Yes. Max Landers. <laughs> it's a throwback. Anyway, we'll move on. Thank you very much for all these fabulous questions, and especially Willie Banger for trying his best. If you'd like to send any questions, thoughts, opinions, or further uh, do the ongoing storyline of Boise and what's happening with his life, then please send your questions to... Mailbag at cultaholic.com And now it's time for Reese's Pieces, the segment so good they named American Candy after it decades ago and we ripped it off in a sort line that was as boring as it was to listen to. <laughs> and we have... Oh, wow. Clear a bit of uh, salt here. Thomas H. suggests John Cena's lightning fist versus Chris Jericho's Judas effect. Oh, the lightning fist. Okay. Why did you say that? Because Jericho is actually serious about his. <laughs> How does a lightning fist go again? It's a, the pose, and he goes, ah, and then, is it just a right hook? I it's can't just, remember it's what just, it was. That, isn't it? it just goes oh, like, it was the back of the hand. Yeah, word. it's back fist. Yeah. Back fist of the future. Yeah. Like the gallows. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he hides that the way he, like, he does that, and then goes, <laughs> it's just such a little strike. It's great. He only did that once, didn't he? Was it the, the Australia the show? Super showdown, uh, yeah. Yeah, and he won the match. Did yeah. he win the match? Yeah, he picked, yeah I think Corbin he picked. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I can't remember. I think he had maybe a minute total in that match. 
and that was 30 seconds of it. <laughs> he knew fine well he was taking the piss as well. He's got on this first-class flight, paid for him, all the way to Australia. And he's yeah. gone, you know what? Yeah. And they've got the big bill. Because he'd been filming something in China, hadn't he? Or something like that. And he's like, I've got this new finishing move. I'm going to debut at the Super Showdown in Australia. <laughs> You've got to see it. You're going to, oh, it's blow gonna, your socks gonna off. Blow your mind. He gets in the ring and goes, and then bang. Yeah. I tell you, lads, you paid for your seat, but you're only the edge of it when you see the lightning fist. Yeah. It's definitely the lightning fist that's better. Yeah, Chris Jones, Judas Effect annoyed people. He's like, got all, a, all I saw was people annoyed at it. He's got a case of the Shane McMahon's. He's done a few kickboxing classes at his good friend Dave Batista's gym and thought, oh, I can do this proper devastating move because I'm hard now because I've done a few kickboxing But yeah. loads of people do good ones like Andrade. Aye, Andrade poops all over that. Yeah, Cedric's got one. <laughs> like, if he's so good, why is he not the main event of AEW? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Jericho as well, he's got enough finishes and that's the worst one. Yeah, but he's old now. He's nearly fifty. He can't. He can't I'm be doing a lion's soul. Do soul. But he's got the walls of Jericho on the cold breaker. Still do a lion's soul, can't he? Ooh, it gets close every time. He gets closer to the mat every time. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it's, those moves have also been kicked out of dozens of times. So he's got a new one. But people weren't impressed by it. I think it was just. A, I don't expect it. Well, no, it's just the fact it was it, it was against Omega. Yeah. And it was it, it got hit once, didn't it? It got didn't get kicked out of, which is weird for wrestling these days, isn't it? But I'll tell you, building you finish. I, I just know, don't yeah. think it looked devastating enough either. He just kind of fell and went, It would hurt, like. Oh, in real life, yeah, a massive yeah. elbow to the face. Yeah, yeah. But not, I not in wrestling though. I'd striking finishes have to be class, like Alistair Black's kick. And I just yeah. don't think the Judas effect elbow is good. It's not as good as John Cena's lightning fist, for example. He should just grab his head and just shout, "Judas in my mind!" in his ear, and he goes, "Ah," and then pins him. I am more than. <laughs> I find that song very cheesy. That seemed to be playing on a loop everywhere. Omaha Steak! Everywhere, oh, everywhere went in Vegas. That song was on in the background. Yeah. Just that and Cody's theme tune were just on a yeah. loop. Couldn't believe it. Anyway. Yeah. So that, that was a nice Reese's piece. That was a good one. Thanks, yeah. Tom H. Thanks, Thomas H. Thomas H. If you have any Reese's pieces, please send them to Planet Ross. Mailbag at oh. cultaholic.com. Are you okay there, man? You punched okay. the table. I gave, I gave a table like You are the table. Uh, <laughs> what you mean? It's Cultaholics. The question. Now, this week's big, 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 big question. Big question. So we keep on going until everyone joins in, but it's never going to be. Big! Uh, just uh, Jesus Christ. flashes back to Stevie Aaron from Jack the Jobber there. Yeah. Big. big. This week's big Qu- question. Question. The bar is open. It's <laughs> one for the Stevie Aaron fans out there. What did he do one time? He said, like, at 20 pounds or whatever. <laughs> Weighing in at two kilos. <laughs> From San Juan, Sao Paulo. <laughs> Love you, Stevie. Sorry. Love anyway, you, Stevie. Anyway, the question is, how... Oh, I've forgotten it. We've got Stevie Aaron quotes in my head. How will AW's TV be <laughs> <Go> different? <on. laughs> Crap. Awful, awful. How... Go on, you say, Jack. Uh, how will AW's TV show... Be different from Raw and Smack from WWE's TV. How will they that's do it? Said. Yes, that's a good question. How will Jack. it differ? Thirty mark question. Twenty minutes spent on this one. No, I'm just talking about. It's like what they used to say at school, right? Sorry. I think what they do need to do is bring in Sid because he wasn't there on Raw. Yeah, that was what? done on purpose. That man. Just to you keep. Ah, so? oh, of course it was. It's Sid. Feed into the legend. <laughs> Just that he never turns up. That, he never turns that up. Trump travel plan again was, derailing the chance of seeing Sid on Raw. Was Sting announced or have I made that up? I think so. Okay. 
No, I, I think we said him last time. Because I think we said something about him being... Uh, I can put me, me t- video package cut to him backstage somewhere, didn't it, recently? Is uh, that on WWE TV? I don't know. I can't remember. I'm just picture him. Also, Jeff Jarrett was supposed to be at ICW Shug's Hoose Party this weekend. But it's not. Which has been building up for about a year because of Jackie Polo doing this whole Jeff Jarrett gimmick. And he's been pulled off. Do you know who he's uh, replaced Kushida. by? Kushida. Yeah. Kushida, which is... I mean, it's just, okay. you know, Kushida and Jeff Jarrett. Same, yeah. same difference. But then you'd assume, right. you'd assume that, oh, because Jeff Jarrett was doing Monday Night Raw. No. He works there, though, doesn't he? He's a backstage producer these days, isn't he? Mm, he was a few months ago. Something. I don't know if he still is. He sings all the songs. <laughs> AEW. How long do you think it will be until they start having to wheel out the legends and have Tully Blanchard? Oh, my God. They've already wheeled out Tully Blanchard. Oh, there we go. Um, What's that question? I don't know. It's a really weird question. Okay, cool. That was, that was no, I did, I did. How long will uh, it be? TVs, how, how will it be? Until... What do you want from AEW's TV? I think it's about a better way I want easier to digest cameras. Yeah. Work. Yeah. I agree with that. However, the last few shows they've put out, it has been more similar to WWE style of TV it has. than anything else, has which it? is a bit worrying. Oh. A lot, lots of a cuts. A lot of, lot of camera cuts, but at least they don't do the... Whoa, whoa. They don't do the shaky cam, that's a plus, but they do cut a lot and sometimes don't cut the right camera. So it's like, yes. what a move! You're like, where is it? Yeah. I'll tell you what I want. I want to have, I'm going to go with a controversial one. Oh. I just don't want them to do pyro because I think their pyro looks awful. Ooh. You think so? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. It's not particular to anybody. It's just like, oh, we've got access to some pyro here. Main eventers have it all. And it just doesn't look very good. I think it looks alright. The fire did for Pentagon and Phoenix, but other than that, what I've, what I've seen so far just hasn't looked very mm. good in my, in my humble opinion. I think I agree with you. Actually, it's like if you that. can't do it better, just don't do it. Okay. Well, by default, they're doing it better because they don't have any. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Um, <laughs> I'd like to see um, what I've really enjoyed recently. I'd like to see more of this. Did you see the promo from the fallout of? Um, Fight for the Fallen, where the losing babyface team, the three hardcore lads, Havoc, Janela, and Darby Allen, all have a scrap because they're so annoyed they've lost the match and they all start pushing each other and they end up just brawling. And Janela keeps screaming, like, I'm 0 2, I'm 0 2. He's annoyed because he hasn't won a match yet. He's like, I waited 14 years for this contract, I'm 0 2. And I was like, oh, like the way that they've used that. So I like the mixture of the entertainmentiness of sports entertainment, but the real sports aspect is mm. more stark for me than it is in WWE. Right, I think they've said that in a few things, that that's what they're keen to emphasize, that wins and losses yeah. will matter, which and is I'd, like, okay, good. I don't want it to become totally like UFC, like he's like three years down the line, he's got 57 wins and 43, like, I don't think it should be that, but like recent form. Yeah, maybe if he goes on for a few years, yeah. he can do a soft reset, but yeah, to begin yeah. with, I like it, because a lot of these people, I'll know who they are, because I'm a sad, lonely, indie fan watching wrestling person, <laughs> but not everyone's going to know the history right. of Janela, uh, Darby Allen, especially, he's only just in the last few, last year or so, yeah. like got out of Evolve, started doing PWG and stuff like that. And Jungle Boy's really new, so they really have to, like, you know, baby. Oh, how do you know who that person is? He has 10 wins. Right. He's good. Yeah. That I guy has 10 losses. Good. He sucks. His name is Ziggler. What's he doing? Why does he think of Ziggler in? <laughs> and he lost. I hope not. He's good pals with War, War Chris. I just called him War Chris. War Chris Van Vliet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's been an update on the Van Vliet situation. What, with us? Yes. Uh, we're going to collab. Collab. Collab later this year. Oh, when, he's nice. o- when he's over here. On what? Lovely. Don't know. Probably a straight to hell. Probably something for his channel. What's his going to be? Straight to Canada? Your words, not mine. Uh, uh, I think Canada's a lovely place. Never um, been. Wouldn't know. Oh, I've been. I've had, I've had poutine. It's very nice. Sorry? What's it's the, the national dish? and gravy and cheese. That's right. 
Che- <laughs> Why is it called poutine? Poutine. Because it's Canadian. Oh. It's cheese curd. That's what's Chris, a, what's I, a lot of poutine? Is that the first question for Chris Van Fleet? Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Chris Van Fleet should be, what do you think of poutine? <laughs> Back to the matter at hand, though. Oh, AW. You know what I want to see for the first few weeks? What is, do you want? Is one jobber taking on a lot of people? So everyone can distinguish the unique offense against this one jobber. This poor guy. This one oh, guy. That's good, yeah. So you can Crash easily, dummy. easily see the difference between yeah. everybody. Because to a lot of people, me included with some of the people that's on the roster, I'm going to be introduced to these people more right. in depthly. Yeah, that is something like I was saying, they're doing the nice YouTube shows of like the, the road to whatever show they're coming up to, and that's nice. But yeah, for people who watch the show first, I'm like, Hi, I'm whatever. I'm Excalibur, look at me, I'm a guy in a mask. You're like, whoa, and then you yeah. start talking about wrestlers that you've never seen. The intro should be like one of those old eighties shows where all cartoons where they're doing a bit of a rap and say, like, I'm Excalibur, I'm the commentator. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm good old JR, you know me from Monday Night Raw. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm the other guy whose name is cut, cut midway through his rap. <laughs> and I'm Alex. I am very entertaining. Can we write an AEW? I'm Cody Rhodes. I'm the son of a (laughs) son of a plumber. (laughs) Son of a plumber. Don't chat to me, or I'll hit you with a stunner. He doesn't do a stunner. Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm, Yeah, I actually like this. I might try and do this. I'm Kenny Omega. (laughs) I'm Kenny Omega. I'm here to stay. I could have bushy, but I'm only kind of gay. I'm Chris Joko, and I'm in a rage. <laughs> <laughs> I want Moxie. I want him in the cage. I'm Nick. I'm Matt. We're the young bloody butts. <laughs> We're not like the Hardy Boys, because they sucks. Wrestling. A-E-Dub. A-E-Dub. Started every week. That's the first hour. Metapod. Jigglypuff. Hardy Kudos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't breathe. Oh, God. <laughs> That's what. That's how AW show will differentiate the, the dog order bit. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be. Sm- and what's he called? Just pipes in. What's his name? I forgot. The, <coughs> Play Uno. The the, the bald one. Oh, bald Simon one. Grayson. Simon Grayson. <laughs> I'm Simon Grayson. No way. Is it Stuart Grayson? Stu Grayson. I'm thinking Stuart of Grayson. just Simon the, Grayson. The peep show joke. Hi, I'm Robert Grayson. No, I'm Robert Grayson. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter. Yeah, okay, Stuart yeah. Grayson. Sorry. Simon Grayson's the football manager, isn't he? Yes, yeah. he is. He used to manage Sunderland. He was rubbish. <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, but I just the rap when it got to his part like all these wacky names and big characters and hello mm-hmm. I'm Stu Grace <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Alex Jabay that's all the time we've got yeah. that's how it's going to differ and I'm it could <laughs> Mar- copyright 2019 Mar- right at the end and I <laughs> no no wait you still got me <laughs> no Marty score Marty score make you laugh make you sing <laughs> thing damn it that monkey will pay oh god so yes the AEW rap I think will be the thing that sets the t- <laughs> <laughs> we also oh, have, have to do this now. Oh, no. Yeah, I'll write. I'll, I'll take part in this right cool. now. Yeah, I will as well. Yeah. Hey, duh. <laughs> yeah, they're all there on the stage. Hey, they're all, yeah, they're all friends in this video, but not. Yeah. <laughs> the goodies on the left. The yeah. on the there, right. have to, there has to be sax. Yeah, they do. Yeah. <laughs> someone, Jimmy Havis, got a trumpet. <laughs> it just, I'm Sean Spears. Just... You know me from back when. <laughs> Do you want a concussion? I'll give you ten. <laughs> it just that was class. It just it just it's just getting a bit too snooker loopy for me right now. Oh, <laughs> that's exactly what it is. Oh Unless I wear these goggles. <laughs> My God. We are wrestling loopy. We're not gonna we're not gonna top that. Oh, I had oh, it's TNT. <laughs> what? I had something I wanted to 
mention, but we can't top that. I can't end the show. But basically, I'll oh, go on. Dragon Gate had like the show of the year so far, and there were some really good matches on it. And Pax, <laughs> yeah, it was a great well, time. It's relevant. Oh, yeah, it's relevant. News. Pax, Pax lost, title. lost his belt, which means he can now lose matches again. So he might now come to aid yeah. of Jordy Neff. <laughs> <laughs> Way there, Bonnie. Lad. <laughs> Bug up the tides all mine. No, no Pack, that's not what we're doing. You know what we're all about? <laughs> I've got a pocket for me tabs and one for me brun. Good luck. They said no, no swearing, so I'm just like beep, beep, beep. I right, so pack my. Oh, Pack just did a Buzzcocks rap. <laughs> oh, I'm a bastard and I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think you'll probably lose you. For a minute. Here, call your roads. I'll smash your pasty. For a minute, I thought you meant the beat was going to speed up and then you do some new monkey. Like, one, two, Pac is here. I imagine he can. Yeah, yeah I imagine that's, that's it. <laughs> right. Oh, all right. Look, ladies and gentlemen, we have had a great time. Not sure about you. This has been the Colonic Wrestling Podcast. Please shout out your plugs or things you'd like to reference. Ross. Uh, at Ross and Wrestling on Twitter and the gram. Jack. Insta. At Jack the Jobber on Twitter. JackGKing92 on the gram. And North, you're probably going to do North. I North, will be doing North, North this yeah. Saturday. Go on then. At the Riverside. If you can't join us, it will be on Pivot Share. Not long afterwards, with commentary by me, Tom Campbell, and Ame Jordan, him off the telly. Your nan's favourite wrestler? Your nan's favourite wrestler. And all the other jokes that Andrew Wiggins has come up with on uh, NXT 205. <laughs> NXT. Doesn't matter. We're all tired. Let's end the show. Let's put our hands in the middle of the table, waggle the balls, and say, <laughs> join, join us. us. <laughs> Thanks for watching. Let us know what you think in the comments below. You can follow Colorholic on Twitter at Colorholic and you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Colorholic. If you enjoy what we do, you can pledge to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Colorholic. Hit subscribe and don't forget, join us. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 